0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for season 3 episode 11 titled Jocks in Frocks. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by one solicitous co-host from show business. Please say, now I usually pull a clip here. <coughs> These episodes were so boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there
0: was no single quote. I didn't there was no quote. There was kind of one in the second one, but I I, I couldn't go back. And uh, so hello to Adam Salandra. Yeah, hello, Adam okay. Salandra. Sometimes
1: that's you? all you need.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I have – I wouldn't say a bone to pick with you because I'm not mad. I just want a topic to bring up with you.
1: Good. Great.
0: But first of all, how are you? How are you doing? It seems like, you know, for those of you – because a lot of – Adam, you know, people are going to get this in waves, you know, and, yeah, um, so at first, you know, the exclusive tier is going to get it summer 2021. Then, uh, the rest of the people will get it probably in the winter of 2021. No, 2022. And then, um, it'll probably go in the public in the end of 2022. It's, it's, it's a long release. It's a slow burn. Yeah. To so, but everyone should know we are in June of 2021. The pandemic is at least for now. You know what? Here's the deal. And Taylor and I kind of predicted this. We did a season something and this is in 2019 and we are like you're gonna get this in the summer uh, unless the world comes to an end or something like that um what do i say that yeah i didn't know the season five recap we talked about it but anyway who knows what could happen right it could be a whole different do you want to predict what's going to happen in 2022
1: yeah i think that um like when people are listening to this in 2022 yeah oh i think that this will probably be on a what are they called when you just travel the country doing your podcast as a live show because everyone's like dying to see us Oh yeah, because uh-huh. all-star six was so good. Yeah. Um, so that's my guess is that that this would be like a relic in time of like before we were just a listers. Oh, I think yeah. that's my, that's my assumption.
0: Yeah. And JLs will be crying cause he was offered employee position number one. And he was that's like, right. no they assistant. Yeah. Anyway, uh, JL is, by the way, of After Buzz TV, as you are of After Buzz TV. But now you just encompass showbiz. But here, here's the topic I, I want to bring up right. with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's the For topic God, I want to bring up in in you. So you. I not trouble yet. Well, no. There's no trouble. There's no trouble at all. I just have a question. Right. I just want to point something out and talk. Okay. Just talking to my pal, Adam Slander, who I've never met face-to-face. Will that be weird meeting me face-to-face? Probably. I mean, I, I think the
1: weirdness will be realizing in that moment, like, oh, we've – never done this but we've been together technically so many times that'll be weird but i mean i won't be awkward i won't be nervous
0: i'll say it is weird sometimes when i see your instagram and i see your legs i'm like oh he has legs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah even even my torso is probably yeah I'm Like, oh look he has legs Imagine anyway that. to me you're just a, a shoulders and a head you know but yeah. um But uh, so you've been going out more and more and fine, more power to you as I've been going out more and more. I was out almost every day this weekend, right? Of course. Here's the the surprising thing to me. And actually, I think this is a good thing. You know, I think it's a good thing. Almost kind of like, you know, uh, maybe like a a white supremacist who didn't know a black person and then he meets a black person. Everything changes. Sure. You know? I, for years, have had this aversion, if you will, towards the typical West Hollywood gay. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like them and have an idea in my head of what they're like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just feel like, ugh, not for me. Yes. And then you and I got to know each other during the pandemic. Yes. Okay. And. And I like you. I think you're a good person. I like Thank you. you. I like you very much to the point where I'm f- afraid of you. Right? Love that. Yeah. But now that we are back and you are going out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's one of those West Hollywood gays. Am I? I well, mean, well, I look, a gay the West, in West Hollywood. The West Hollywood gays always deny their West Hollywood gays.
1: <laughs> I'd be proud.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I am quite literally a gay that goes out in West Hollywood, so by definition, of course, I am.
0: But true, we also However, like I think a, a white gay. You're, you're a, to. there's a white gay that goes in West Hollywood. There is a type, and i just noticed in your social media a lot of your friends, and this is a West Hollywood gay type of thing, look a lot like you. No, oh my god. Okay, so, Landry. I don't think that's true. Okay the, the 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 picture I don't have my phone on me the picture that I commented on where I said something and you went I don't know you said some sort of smartass remark back I was like is that just a tanned Adam Salandra and yeah, then God, recently I know what you mean, and
1: that's Recently first of all I'm happy to say he is of Mexican descent so I do have diversity among my friends yeah you included yeah. Um but he, but actually, the, hold on. We, we got he, that before. We worked at a restaurant before. Yeah. He was very offended that someone thought we, we yeah. left the line. he's Adam
0: Salandra. But, yeah. uh, he's like, how dare. But, but he is a very white presenting Mexican, which is different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then also, you went to lunch recently with some co workers, posted it on social media. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that reminds me of a different topic I need to talk to you about. Okay. Uh, posted it on social media. Yes. And, um, I was like, not. That there was one guy you didn't look like at all, but there was another one I'm like that's just another Adam Salandra.
1: No, it's, you're just talking about a white person with facial hair.
0: That's why I need to go
1: get you're the picture. So I have to
0: go get the picture from Instagram, and I will put it on the Discord for the people to decide.
1: Right? <laughs> Actually, I would love it for you to do that because I'd be shocked if they agree with you, but they might.
0: Well here's the deal by the time they if if they're not listening live, by the time they get it. So I should go take the I should take the screenshots and then save them. And then oh, when this course. episode airs, I'll post. Okay? Yes. But um but here you know what also reminds me of is you know, I've Instagram stalked some of the people that you've taken pictures with. Not Instagram stalked, but just kind of like, oh, who's no, this? No, no, and, as is as is natural. Yeah, right, yeah. Of course, I do the same. But I would not tell you if I didn't think if anything was weird, yeah. if I thought it was weird. So <laughs> what's interesting is is one of them, you have a friend who was a writer on the show, The Baker and the Beauty. Yeah. How do you know that? <laughs> because I, I told you. I just clicked on his Instagram.
1: Oh, I know. I just, I felt like I haven't been with him for a while, but you're right. I, I re-shared something he put in
0: a yeah, story. Yeah, so. whatever it was. Yeah. Here's a weird Baker and the Beauty story. Okay. There was a person in the cast. Yes. Okay. Named Belissa. She played a sister. Okay. I discovered her. What do you mean? As a casting agent? Close. So uh a friend of mine is yeah. a high-level executive at the network that it was on. Okay. Right? And I went to a small – my cousin had put on a little play in this small community theater in Boyle Heights. And she was in it. And I was like, oh, my God. She's incredible, right? So I call my friend and I say – listen you got this is closing this weekend you got to come see this girl and he goes i can't go but i will send one of the people who works for me so he does that person he goes yeah she's incredible we're going to invite her to the diversity workshop thing right so they invite her my friend falls in love with her and yeah. helps her get representation and they start putting her up for shows one of them being the baker and the beauty and she gets cast as the sister
1: she well, that, I, even, she, she I that actually know is you discovering her. I, yeah. I thought I was going to no. be making fun, but I no. agree. You she, did that.
0: She didn't She didn't even know I exist. She doesn't know why it happened or anything. Just, well, no, she does. I'm sure she knows someone went, but she doesn't know why they went. When to she to prays
1: home. to God, saying thank you, she's actually praying to you, and that's she wild. She is.
0: The other thing is the one of the friends you posted with that picture mm-hmm. recently, he yeah. was um, he is the Maybe creator of a show called The e-siders or something? Or yes. Something? Yeah, okay. Yeah. When I was in high school, I went to see a small play, okay, a musical. Yeah. Actually, that I now have the rights to, to do as a mus- a, as a podcast musical. There's a, yeah. tr- there's a crazy story behind that. But, that because that musical was very important to me. It was like a little small musical. And there was a lean in it who I was like, who, who is this person? Why am I feeling this special way about him, right? <laughs> and you know, this guy's now probably in his mid-50s, late-50s or something, right? And he – I don't think – he wasn't a uh, – he's like a recurring character on that show. Oh. Yeah.
1: Weird. So you're connected to everyone I'm posting.
0: Yeah. I try to find some weird, creepy connection. And I, I, and like I have, I'm
1: going to keep – there will be all, a whole new cast this weekend for you to – Yeah, and I have a email. cork
0: board – and I have their pictures, and I the put strings. yarn, yeah, like yes, y- yes, yes, yes string. Yes. Connect- oh,
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. definitely not crazy, and I love that.
0: No. This week, Carmen Carrera returns to the competition for the mini-challenge. The girls take turns in a dunk tank for the main challenge is a makeover show. This time, the subjects are straight jocks. After the runway, Manila Luzon is named the winner of the challenge, while Raja and Carmen Carrera are left in the bottom two after a lip-sync battle for their lives. Raja lives to see another day, while Carmen Carrera is asked to sashay away Adam Salandra. He is... Mm the representative of show business, all show business. Mm -hmm. Across the board. Across the board, name two things liked about the episode and one thing you did not. I would love to. The first thing I
1: love, I love um, the makeover challenge every year, which is kind of funny because I'm not, a look, we don't we care about the looks. But there's something about the struggle of them having to make over someone else. I enjoy that. And the fact that it was straight young jocks that were annoying was mm-hmm. funny to me. Yeah, uh, They were annoying, but it was funny that the, the queens were annoyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing I liked was I, I thought the lip sync was um, very sexy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, I'm into that and we needed something. And then what I did not like, the – and they've done this for years. They they've recently tried to mix it up, but to bring someone back just to send them home on the same episode, it's like what are we doing here? When to to the final four, Ru says at the end, and it looks exactly like we're watching the end of last week. So so what do we just do?
0: The only thing I guess was there a double elimination or double Chante this season? Uh, I I cannot not remember, know. but I, I do feel know. like there was. I feel there must yeah, be. Been- the first one
1: never That's what it was, and Carmen was one of them. The two that was double save. Oh saved.
0: yeah, but then that means that no, but that adds an episode where they do a double save. Yeah, I is... feel I don't know, I don't I understand what's going on here. It, they just they were like, <laughs> we're just gonna bring somebody back. Yeah, it Didn't was Carmen have a contract or something like because I was a... I actually made a note because you know they flash now that we've seen it we've analyzed it right yeah yes what's funny is I think it must have been that they thought at the time because my tastes have really changed but they were like she's a cute boy we should bring her back for one more episode was Carmen, but cause I was thinking the one queen who I think deserved a shot back was Delta.
1: Correct. I was thinking that too, actually.
0: Because When they flashed through all the queens, I was like, Delta went home a little early. They could have Yeah, she went home
1: way earlier than I remembered.
0: And especially since she lives in LA. It's not like they have to fly True. her back. She lives locally. But also,
1: Carmen is a cute um, boy, but not like to, for a double Sponté
0: and a comeback. Like, it's just very strange. <laughs> it was very, very strange. But I, th- I feel at the time she was a cute boy and very – um, uh, the female illusion was very strong with her. And I think that totally. that was very important to the show at that time. And so I guess that's uh, very true. maybe they were betting on that. I don't know. Or maybe they were like, you know what? Shange- you know what it could have been too? Like, Shangela's gone. Yeah. What fucking drama is there going to be? It's going to be these really non-drama people in the workroom. We need to squeeze one more – well then bring shangela back (laughs) i I know they should have brought shangela back that would have been (laughs) fantastic uh and then it wouldn't have been unfair because or why not just do a double shantay when shangela was there yeah or
1: let's just keep this season moving and move on with our lives any of those
0: yeah all right uh i'm gonna very expertly definitely avoid that question that we just asked uh about the name two things because i as the will attest I texted him yeah. during episode two and said, "These are the longest two episodes of anything I've ever seen in my entire life." I like think they're only right. <laughs> they're only forty minutes, and I was like dying, like uh, this is awful. Yeah, and I want to say to
1: all, to listeners, especially those who love season three, I think it's obnoxious when hosts of podcasts, when you're listening to the podcast, they're like they don't even like it. So I apologize for that. It's just this was so long ago, and times have changed in Drag Race, and it's it's been very hard to go back that's all we can say
0: have you gotten blowback or something on your social media no no no. About i just six?
1: i just do think that when i'm listening to one i'm like well why am i listening to you talk about you know honestly what it was was after buzz's um drag race podcast jls was on yeah and i would listen and be like okay well if you hate everything like i want to know like the 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 Like, sure, the queen you hated, or you can't believe they said this or that, but hating the show is like, that's not fun to listen to.
0: Well, yeah. Well, here's – we've talked about this the whole season, and and I've told you. I think the reason this season is beloved Mm -hmm. is there are a few key moments in the actual show, but it's 100% driven by Untucked. The Untucked is the best Untucked that's ever been on any season ever, hands down. It's the best season of Untucked. Yes, there are better moments in other places. Like, even, like, you might say season six is a really great Untucked. That even has some very weak episodes. This Untucked... I I will confess I have not watched this or the last episode's Untucked. No, the, the next episode's Untucked yet. But I will watch them. By this point, it's usually pretty boring. They all get along. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But... This had a great run. This had a great run. Yes. Probably all the way through Shangela leaving of just amazing episodes. One right after the other of Untucked. Which, in a weird kind of way, and I've never seen this in another season, truly inform the show. Like, you you literally watch the other episode. In fact, I would almost say, especially if you're doing a rewatch, to watch Untucked first and then watch the episode. Because you understand sort of the motives behind things more maybe just watch untucked i i'm not lying i might tell people to do that just watch untucked because they they give you the important parts that you need on untucked they do treat it like a separate show totally um no and i don't hate this show i don't i really don't i know i um no you accuse me sir I was going to say, I didn't mean you.
1: I mean, well, I mean both of us for season three. Every episode we're complaining. No,
0: I think, no, here's what I'll say. And it, actually, it's funny it's the, the, th- the ones that end in three. Season 13 and season three, I feel that there's a natural length for a Drag Race season. And even extending it one or two episodes makes those last episodes really tiresome. Yes, but
1: 13, what? No, I actually liked 13 but it was
0: outrageous well i when we get to that episode who knows when next week uh yeah. i will say i have almost like world of wonder and the producers are evil of what they did to these people i i think we were seeing meant like 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 uh, uh um like, uh, not sex workers. What's, what is it with the, the prison labor? That's what it see uh, like. like are you mean next labor. week's episode? Yeah, next week's episode. Oh, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, please don't. All right. After shangri elimination, Raja dances around the workroom and the Queen speculate about who will return to the competition before RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's mini-challenge. It's called the Badonkadonk dunking machine. The Queen, who dunked their chosen target the most in two minutes, wins the mini-challenge. Alexis Mateo was named the winner of the challenge, while Zada Sofia was dunked the most times. That's the one that Alexis dunked, was Yada, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for this week's maxi challenge, RuPaul summoned straight male athletes into the workroom to be transformed by the queens into drag queens from their own families. As the winner of the mini challenge, Alexis won the privilege of assigning each athlete, and they broke down as follows um well first there was a guy named matt he was 29 he was a tall blonde he played baseball there was drew he was 23 short light brown hair he played rugby slava who could get it (laughs) who's the one of the slava long brown hair water polo chevy the short spiky hair asian guy and chris the frumpy short hair guy what of the of the five there was there one that you liked the most I, for being, like,
1: st- young straight jocks, which does sound like it would get me going, I wasn't, like, obsessed with any. Slava absolutely could get it. And the blonde one was probably the most annoying personality but also could just, like, shut up and get it.
0: You know, I have a thing with big, tall, big white guys that they just turn me off. I don't know why. Yeah. Um But you know what's weird with Drew? He's a shorter blondish white guy. The first day, I was like, whatever. But the second day, we came back for the elimination day. I was like, oh, I don't know what they did to maybe cut Which one is he? He was the one. Well, I'm going to tell you. So Raja got uh, Chris, the frumpy guy. <laughs> Manila got Matt, the big blonde guy that you liked and I didn't. Yeah. Carmen got Chevy that we haven't even talked about, right? <laughs> the Asian guy. Yeah. Jada got Drew. That's the one I'm talking about. Yara's guy. Jada's guy. Mm. And then Alexis very wisely for herself, chose Slava. Yeah,
1: who, she's no dummy.
0: Well, Slava, I felt, was like a six-pack away from letting you blow him. Oh, God, yeah. Not even a six-pack. He, he was no. a cilantro in college. He was cilantro yeah. at 23. Fully. Mm-hmm. I 23 wonder what he's doing ND. now. Uh, yeah, Slava on this. So,
1: uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb... It dumb really got me too. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that's how they were assigned. Um, okay, so let's talk about everything. Oh, wait. Which one am I looking here? I mean, you just... Oh, wrong, wrong script. Sorry, I was in the wrong script. I was like, what is this? Where am I? Um, okay, yeah, let will stop right there. Uh, so, let's talk about the things that happened right there. So, Raja and Manila were so happy that Shangela was gone, you know, when they walked in. Uh, did you have any feelings about the, that moment, or...? i was well, i thought i mean
1: rosa literally did a happy dance yeah. and i thought it was interesting since they were friendly before the show like i want my what i was curious about was what about shangela um did she dislike the most not to say there's pl- i'm sure plenty of thing i'm sure shangela was very annoying there she did come off that way but i'm just wondering what specifically it was um because the happy dance was very telling she was thrilled to be rid of
0: well i'll be honest without knowing what was there i will say the workroom seemed at least in this episode a lot the tension seemed deflated i'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. we're all best friends but a lot of the tension had dissipated especially with carmen and shangela gone no carmen was back no carmen was back so that tension was dissipated but maybe that's because it's easy for the tension to be dissipated when the heathers are ruling the planet and alexis and yada don't say anything of course Very um, simple. what about that mini challenge with the badonka donk donkey machine?
1: I was dying that I was just in a parking lot on wait, the wait. soundstage,
0: parking lot, soundstage with clearly someone like cleaning out a van in the background. Yeah,
1: it, I mean, <laughs> like not PA? even uh, they, they didn't even um, worry about the background or whatever, it, it was wild. Yeah, um, one thing that I thought was interesting was when Carmen was throwing.
0: Mm-hmm
1: raja to like tell her to stop was like the harder you throw the more you look like a dude like almost like a warning and i was one i mean playfully obviously but do you think raja or anyone there knew that carmen was trans Mm -hmm. because i'm not sure how soon after carmen came out but it sort of sounded like she was playfully like telling her friend like just so you know i know you're a woman but you're acting like a dude right now so don't throw too hard because she didn't want to be dunked of course i could be reading too much into it as well
0: i don't know no i think i think that's a really good point i don't know i don't know the answer i'm sure there are people who really follow this stuff and listened intently to the race chaser season three episodes um but uh i don't know the answer to that question i don't know Mm. um now the maxi challenge you talked that you like these kind of challenges and we did the assignments and everything so i think we can move on okay In the workroom, Yada teases Drew for being straight. Carmen attempts to teach Chevy how to walk in heels. Drew hesitates about shaving his armpits, and Carmen and Raja teach their partners about the art of tucking. Uh, next, RuPaul entered the workroom to talk to teams, to the teams about the challenge. Raja struggles to portray her brand on her partner. Carmen stays on brand by focusing on body and sex. Ru challenges Yara to put Drew in higher heels. Uh, Alexis complains that her partner lacks focus and Manila struggles to transform her masculine man into a pretty woman. Before leaving the workroom, RuPaul added an extra challenge for the girls. They need to choreograph and write their own cheer. Promoting safe sex. Celandra. A lot, yet not a lot, happening in these two segments here. Um, That's right. Wh- what were your thoughts? Let's take let's talk about the workroom first. With the and we've seen this before. Was this the first makeover challenge? Did they do one in season two. Um, I don't remember season two very well. So, um, but uh, is it one of these things where like this is my one of the early ones? But we're seeing the trope of teach them how to walk in heels and tuck it. Oh tuck yeah, them definitely. And, Especially because these rooms. are
1: straight jock so it's like you know eventually they did women or other gay guys um but this was just a true time for tutorial the tuck tutorial was very i was mesmerized i wanted to see what was actually happening
0: well i feel like they were also the the producers were telling them to like extra add it up because they were like all of a sudden the straight guy started playing sports in the workroom yeah
1: well
0: why did that just happen well they
1: do that do they they just break – you know, we break out in a song or a fellatio. They break out into throwing a ball around for whatever reason. I I couldn't say.
0: I don't know. I guess I'm not around straight guys as much as I used to be. Well, Are you are we there all any straight a- guys at your job?
1: No, not currently.
0: Oh, really? Interesting. It's all gay guys. Does, does that lead to a different kind of work environment?
1: I, I honestly can't say just because it's all remote. So I think it would be different oh. if we were all together.
0: Interesting.
1: I'd imagine that. I would hope that. I want. I want um, just constant sexual attention and stuff.
0: Oh, I was thinking about just cattiness.
1: Oh, I'm sure of that.
0: I mean, we get a little bit of that on
1: Zoom. Uh huh. Uh,
0: all right. And then that during the table visits, um, pretty standard. I mean, I didn't understand why Rue was was making her put uh, Yada put her partner in higher heels. That was sort of a a weird thing but again nothing really uh, besides that that was probably the most interesting thing and this comes up in the next episode rue adds another challenge to it and it's just like man these poor girls can't get a break i mean this yeah. is a, this is a, this probably might be the toughest season in terms of challenges that i've I, ever seen i agree but uh any you other thoughts really on these things. two segments adam salandra
1: not really i thought it was funny Ale- wait alexis's guy's slavia
0: Slav, uh, wait, his name is Slava. Or however
1: you said it. Slava. I, he, he was flirting with Alexis.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. But right when RuPaul walked in, the way he was looking at her was like, those were flirty looks. Those were not yes. like straight guy just being funny looks. Like it was like. A, I think
1: he gets uh, the queens to or gave guys to just like give him a six pack of beer and be like, oh, no, now I'm so drunk. Why did I do that? Was that your M.O.?
0: That. Was that your M.O. when you were like. Uh, no, it's a great idea, though. What was your – if there was a guy you wanted to hook up with, what was your M.O.? Because you were straight. Well, since you brought it up, one time I
1: literally – there was this guy when I first went to college that was so cute and I wanted to – I have like a real if I want something, I'm going to make it happen kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. So I – I can't remember how this all happened and it's going to sound creepier than it was. Well, no, and it was creepy, but I found out what dorm he lived. I went to his room and pretended that I was doing a survey for class. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was what I was going to do and then just try and get some info, but he didn't answer. So I left my AIM screen name mm-hmm. on his whiteboard as everyone has whiteboards. He messaged me. We were talking back and forth. It was, uh, I don't know how it happened, Wait, but Did you know
0: he was gay? Oh, definitely. Oh, okay,
1: okay, all right. He had a boyfriend, and frankly, I was with them both. (gasps) At the same time? (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, my. And then I
1: said, boys, I'm straight. Let's keep this to ourselves.
0: No, you did not. No,
1: I didn't tell anyone, but, but I was certainly straight and prayed to God that no one ever found out back then.
0: So what was the turning point, then, that you were like, I'm coming out?
1: Um, it was LA. I had, these were, I had hookups in college, but to me, uh, I, it, when I had real good gay friends, I was like, Oh, I actually can be gay. I used to think being gay was like, it, I grew up in Will and Grace times and it was like, you have to be a caricature or whatever. It just didn't feel like it was me. And then as soon as I saw myself and these people, I was like, Oh, okay. Actually, literally. this is a good life. It literally. And wow, I cannot imagine being straight now. How I mean, how sad to be straight
0: from your mouth to God's ears. Well, on that note, we're gonna take a break, and we come back. We're gonna learn more about Adam Salandra's bizarre sex life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Back in the workroom, Carmen accuses Raj's team partner of looking like a sprepper. Yara teaches her partner how to seduce the judges. Uh, Raj's partner struggles to remember her steps. Carmen's partner complains about walking in heels. Meanwhile, Carmen complains about her partner complaining uh it's elimination day and the girls get ready for the runway carmen's partner reveals he has a gay younger brother carmen manila teach her sisters how to read manila's partner annoys the other contestants Jada was the only out student at her school raja attended her 10-year high school reading in drag and alexis's partner is shocked by her makeup transformation i don't into bianca del rio she looks just <laughs> like bianca del rio didn't you think she does she does. Uh, which is what it is. Okay, for everyone listening that never watched the show, so Car- it's a weird moment in the show that comes up a couple of times where Carmen accuses Raj's team partner of looking like a sprepper, and it must be something that they were talking about off air because Raj seems to know what it is. It's a, a sprite and Dr. Pepper mixed together, but it's, so, it's too <laughs> which sweet. Which is it's just so strange. It's a bizarre combination, but Raj explains it as like, it's super sweet, but it doesn't work. I don't know why this is some weird that's a good explanation. term of uh, what they were using, but that's what she says. Um, what were your thoughts on everything that happened in those two segments? I thought it was cute that Carmen's
1: daughter's little brother was gay, and that's why he was doing this a little bit for him. Yeah. Love, love that. Um, that really is cute. Like, as a way to connect. Love it. Um, when Manila's daughter, so to speak, says to Manila, you'll be all right. Take a deep breath, bro. <laughs> that i can't with that <laughs> so stupid but was
0: that you at one point did you use terms like bro no no dude? no no no
1: no 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 i was never fake i never dated a girl just to protect. which i mean no shame anyone who did obviously we all had to do whatever we did i i just always was proud like i was delusional as hell if i dated a girl i thought i was actually into her um but i i didn't turn anything on like that no Although I do wonder mm-hmm. – I do actually wonder if I, if my voice, personality, whatever it is now, is even truly, truly mine or if it's my lifetime of like having to be straight. And what if I'm like just a, a femme queen and I don't realize?
0: That's a really good point. I think my voice is – I went to an all-boys Catholic school. Mm. Which some people stupidly think that, oh, if you go to an all-boys Catholic school, it must have been super gay. And you're like, no, it's the opposite. It's super, super, super masculine. And, you know, any sense of homosexuality, especially at that time, was very, very much, like, bullied out of you or frowned upon. So I had to act straighter to pass. Yeah. You know? And so I think as a result, my voice is... Not as fam because that's what you know it's a very formative time in your life, right, and so I think and not that I'm not not that i'm not I don't think I'm super butch voice. I think no, I know i I think I my agree. voice is very like, is he gay It's like that, I think it's like that, um,
1: I mind me too now that I'm um my truest self. it's mm-hmm. like, sure, I know people are like, oh, I don't know if I would know, but like if I'm like being me you know but your your question
0: well i could even tell you right now i know this for a fact i don't say this because essentially i just think i'm too old but i think if it was if i was you know 22 now you know i think i would be non-binary Interesting. I don't really – let's let's take a look at these examples tied into this episode. If we hold these guys up to be the idea of masculinity. Yes. I don't identify with that. I don't identify as a woman. Same. I feel I'm in this other.
1: You're right. We would have to be at that age. I just read that 42% Mm -hmm. identify as as non-binary.
0: That's insane. I mean, I don't see why I can't. I, I'm saying it because of age. I just think it would be...
1: No, I'm just saying now when they're like, of, of course, you could. But now it's like your world where well, that ship feels like it has sailed. Yeah, I feel it, like I'm shopping at
0: Hot that. Topic or something like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But the you are are ready to embrace that.
0: Yeah. But I will say, you know, it's so funny because I do date and I, I I feel like this is something that comes up now more and more is... And I feel – I don't say anything because I don't want to feel so old where he yeah. says things where I'm not – he's not wrong. But I'm like, oh, that's mm, – that's not how the world works, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's – see, that's, that is uh, what I think would be a challenge of a May-December romance or whatever it's called. is simply that one has lived and seen things. And so they – doesn't mean they're smarter, but they actually do know
0: more. Even if they're not – even you know what I mean? Like, you just experience. More. Well, because you've lived long enough to see cycles. Definitely. You know? You've lived long enough to see cycles. So, like, I can't remember what – it, it's actually something that was in the news, and he had a very, like, strong opinion of it. And I was like, oh, well, I see the nuances here, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I go, oh, well, you know – but I don't say anything. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, as if he discovered – because – He's all like, oh, boo, 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 boo. I'm like, I don't, I don't care enough. That's the other thing. I'm old enough where I don't give a shit. But that's
1: at all. that's nice.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, so I was like, okay, we'll just say your thing. And um, what one of the
1: the best things about giving older is realizing there's just there's so much to not care about.
0: Yeah, the older you get, I think that's why old people are even more than I am are just like that's why oh, they God, just yeah. say actually weird ass dumb shit to people. yes. Like, they just don't. They just decaf. Yep. Totally I'm ready. 100%. Um. All right. Moving on. Oh well. Now it's time for the cheerleading performances. Oh. Uh, what were your thoughts on the cheerleading performances, Adam Salandra?
1: They're very. I didn't have many. I thought that um, Alexis and Herb they had a really good looking performance. I liked them. Uh, Raza was just way too much spelling. I could. I cannot. Uh, what was she even she spelling? I, don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell. That was. It was just too much. Um, Jada voice is just out of control. Now it's just, <laughs> it's just, just, now just, she's just screaming <laughs> and hitting and acting yeah. like, like a
0: Muppet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fully. Um, I wrote that Carmen, uh, I thought that she wrote a good one, but her guy couldn't follow it. So it was, didn't make a difference. And then for Manila, I didn't get to throw away the paper part that Sharon laughed at. Uh,
0: who's Sharon? Sharon Osbourne? Oh. (laughs) I watched this a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Okay,
1: (laughs) So I was reading my notes and I was like, well, I don't even know what that means. Well, here's
0: here's an interesting tidbit. I do know this from interviews uh, that Sharon Osbourne has given. This actually ties into Drag Race. Sharon Osbourne's maiden name? Yeah. Look it up. You don't believe me. Sharon Needles. No, her actual name? Her name she was born with before she married Aussie Sharon Needles. That is wild. Yeah. Um obviously they don't bring it up because this is pre season four. True. But they don't Sharon even know. Needles doesn't exist on this, yeah. But uh yeah, her maiden name, Sharon Needles. Wow. Um yeah, this is a pre canceled Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. Well. And I was thinking, oh, poor Margaret Show doesn't know. She hates Not RuPaul yet. and uh Margaret Show. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, this cheerleading performance, it seemed like challenge was thrown together. It made no sense. Uh Also, the, some of the things they were saying, it's, it's also weird how much time has changed. Not necessarily, I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a condom, but now in the 10 years since, look, you should probably always wear a condom, but things have changed because they're like, always wear a condom, and it's like, you know, if you're in a monogamous relationship, if you're on prep, you can make, these are more personal choices. Oh, yeah. You they would probably make, say
1: be on PrEP versus yeah. wear
0: a yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but very, very interesting. And then even, like, weird choices about, like, birth control, really. But I don't know that – does birth control count as safe sex? Uh, no. I mean, it counts as, like, for not having a baby. Yeah, because the spermicide doesn't affect disease transmission, right? If spermicide kills the sperm so you don't have a baby. Because Manila cheers about spermicide. But I don't hey. know. I could be wrong. Who am I? Dr. I Fauci? I don't know either. I- <laughs> I don't Sometimes know. I think of you as him. I am him, actually. I didn't want oh, to okay. tell you. Well, secret out. Yeah, well, because it'd be embarrassing if people knew that I both was a, a, a renowned virologist or whatever he is, but also the host of a uh, Drag Race podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't really have much to say about the cheerleading performances. I thought it was weird. It reminds me of that weird challenge they threw at the girls in the Wizard of Oz challenge. Where there was a weird thing they added and it made no sense. And you're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. And and it's like, sometimes you don't need to throw an extra thing in. Yeah. Or you don't have to air it. Or you don't have to air it if it doesn't turn out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But now it's time for both of our favorite parts, actually. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. Now it's time for the looks. This week, the uh, category is Jock Transformations. Did you have any big ones that you wanted to talk about, Salandra? Um.
1: No, I mean I wrote a little snippet for each.
0: Oh, go ahead. I have the, <laughs> I have the order right here. Alexis so, is first, I presume. Uh on the first one. Oh, I it's uh, yeah, Alexis. A order. Alexis and Aval's Mateo?
1: I thought that they definitely looked like sisters. They had the same moves and he no surprise did an excellent job.
0: I really was like, you could pull a clip of this and say Alexis and Bianca performed together on the show. I mean, that's yeah. how much it looks like Bianca Del Rio. Oh my God, Rx. that's funny. Next we have Yara and Drulita Sofia. Um, All right, yeah, next we have yeah. Raja and Enigma.
1: Um, his face was giving nothing. He was just looking vulnerable. Like, he got to serve a little face, and mm-hmm. he did. not So that was rough for her.
0: Carmen and Lolita Cruz Carrera thought it was perhaps racist to, to say Jujubee is back, uh, which the judges <laughs> did simply
1: because he's Asian in a dress.
0: There's but a lot, lot of There's a lot of problematic Asians. I'm uh, not just Asian stuff. A lot of problematic a race stuff. A like lot. show. it shocks me. It's shocking. Um, Manila and Fusion. By the way, was it this episode or the next? where I'm like, oh, I didn't get the joke Manila focused on Manila. I didn't even think about it. Manila Luzon and uh, her daughter Fuchsia. Um, Any thoughts there?
1: Uh, No, I thought he looked similarly attractive. Um, There's a part of him I find very unattractive, but I think that's his personality. Um,
0: Well, he looks like his balls really smell pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a guarantee. Yeah, actually, now that you say it. Uh,
0: and then he does gross things like he's picking his toenails all the time and like burping yeah. and like shit and like and and worse, thing, doing it because he thinks it's funny and cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, those are the looks on the, the main, looks on the main stage. Manila is named the winner of the challenge, while Raja and Carmen are left in the bottom two, forcing them to duke it out a lip sync battle for their lives. The song. Straight up by Paula Abdul. After all was said and done, Raja was told, Shantae, you stay, while Carmen Carrera, for the second time, was asked to sashay away. Adam Salandra, he of show business, any final thoughts on the episode?
1: All I really had was that Raja wasn't great, but she can't, she actually cannot change her guy's personality. So I think, you know, there's only so much she could have done. Um, I thought it was funny that Manila was just so openly annoyed by her guy, not hiding it at all. No, and Carmen saying if I was a hundred pounds heavier, I'd still be naked. It's like, oh, uh, I, I love that you—that's your thought. But the actual literal reason you're naked is because you have a perfect slender body. Like that's, no. and and people of all shapes and sizes are nudists, mm-hmm. of
0: look course. You look at you,
1: me for one. Yeah. But I'm just. I just.
0: Would I would you think, if there was if the, let's say your job was like you know what new policy nude at the office would you do it? Well, I work from home. No, no, no. They'd they come in the office, but they'd be nude. If if everyone did it, everyone, yes, I, yeah, everyone's doing it.
1: Okay, everyone's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. do
0: it. Yes. Would you have a problem going to a nude beach?
1: Um, I want to. I'm a. I'm a kind of nervous. Why? Um, I think I'll just be nervous for a second and then be fine because I'm not like a true nudist. I just like to not have clothes on in my home. Um, But – oh, I lost it. I was going to say something. Oh, speaking of work and nude, there was a day I was like super late getting out of the shower, had a meeting. So I ran over with like wearing – I did my Zoom call, my Zoom meeting, wearing literally no pants, like not just underwear or sweats or something, nothing. And I kept thinking, what if something crazy happens and I just get scared and just like jump up, it's over.
0: Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen, which is good. It's
1: also how I record all the podcasts, obviously.
0: I didn't even know you had the bottom, there was anything below your waist, to be honest. Exactly. With you. Exactly. I, that's I, what I would be, you, you could actually, I wouldn't even notice your schlong or anything. like, he has a bottom part of his body. I like, that's <laughs> the first thing I would be. Uh, Man, it shocks thinking. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, interesting that because i now we've talked about this before but i want to get this straight you're, you're now husband because this isn't airing until you're married right yeah you're now, you're now husband he he's not as comfortable being nude correct no 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 so so he's never you the two of you are never just hanging out nude in your house no no
1: i i don't see him naked oh what I mean, of course I do uh, in yeah. in intimate, but but never like I am just like fresh out the shower, walking around in front of windows. Like I don't care about any of that. I and he has like a towel on at all times.
0: Very, very interesting. Why do you think that's just the way he always was raised? Where was he raised? What part of the country? Seattle. Oh, so he, we both uh, are with Seattle. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's right. You were in, in, inform me the guy you've been with t- for ten years and you are getting married to, you've never been to his hometown. Well, 11, but yes. Exactly. Interesting. Very, very interesting. What can you do? Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each and every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3. So, for Adam Salandra and myself, sashay away. (laughs) Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race recap. To have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap@afterthought.media. At for more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash/afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A D A M S A L A N D R A. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batantz. That's J O E B E T A N C E. Drag Race Recap is an afterthought media podcast. <laughs> who's the one 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 who's